a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Hey, it's Wednesday and it's Footy Talk, a listener podcast. The Raging Bull Gordon Tallis and Dobbo with you. We're going to unpack everything that went on yesterday. But first, Jack White joining the Rabbitohs. Surprise, surprise. And Victor Radley gets fined pocket change. You dropped me home yesterday, Dobbo. It was in your ashtray that much money. It's a lot of money, but not a lot if you're Victor Radley. This is Wednesday Footy Talk, a listener podcast with Gordy Tallis and Dobbo. Let's get into it. Footy talk on a Wednesday. Gordy Tallis and Dobbo with you. Uh, mate, after Anzac Day yesterday, Bull, I was lucky enough to spend a little bit of time with you. Yeah. How was your day, mate? All in all, what an important day, and it just keeps on growing this legacy of Anzac Day with the next generation, just honouring the men and women who have served our country and who have lost their lives and who still protect our freedom. Yeah, I just think it's great the way the young kids are getting involved now and obviously, you know, the past soldiers and, you know, just paying our respect for what they do. They let us sleep at night. So I think, you know, there's always been a debate, should sport be played? And I think, yes, because they went and fought for our freedom so we can go and live our normal lives. So it was fantastic. Out of all the games that I watched over the weekend, the Melbourne Storm just did it. So maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe because it was dark, it was at night, but when they walked out with the flames and they had all the lights off and – yeah. Um, it was perfect. It's a perfect way to uh, to send off Anzac Day. We will get to Melbourne and the Warriors and some of the stuff out there. We'll also talk about uh, the earlier game, which was quite unbelievable between the Roosters <laughs> and the Dragons. Yeah. But let's start with the big issue, and, and it's been in the news headlines over the last sort of 10 days. Jack White officially signs with the Rabbitohs. I don't think it's any surprise, Gordy. No. Um, we've talked about this through different streams, it was always, once the Rabbitohs became apparent that there was an interest, it looked like it was always going to end that way. Select, tick the big boxes. Great for Jack. Great yep. for South. Yep. Um, I suppose. Not uh, great for the NRL. For my phone lighting up, saying the burrow has borrowed the sombrero. <laughs> it's quite yeah. funny. Like, yeah. and these are just rugby league supporters who are, Blokes that I met when they're at the Dragons or whatever. So these are guys that I've known over 30 years that love the game of rugby league. That's what the fans think that the Burrows yeah. borrowed the sombrero. But I, 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 um, yeah, I think it's good for Jack, good for South, but not good for those teams that are outside the eight that are trying to sign the marquee players to get. Well, I feel some- sorry for Canberra in this moment. And I, I really do. They developed a bloke from the age of 16. They made their offer. He's taken less money, he's taken a considerable amount. Less. Their offer was four years at 1.1. It was there. He'd been given and told, if you believe from the Raiders, that yes, he was staying. And he's now left. And I, I, I feel for the Raiders. I don't know what the Raiders' next move is because. Oh, well, they got the money to go spend on someone else. But who? A player that you've had in your system who's always been a Raider. Yeah, that's but they the sad leave. Yeah, part about it. Look, they, they just got to get into the market. It's as simple as that. Where do you go, Gordon? Like, like they're not, they don't grow Jack Whitens on trees. They're not everywhere out there. You have to develop them. That's you, and I think you should be given some compensation for developing. But look at the young kid Katoa that's playing at the Dolphins, right? That sure. was down twenty six points. That managed the game. There's got to be a young kid that you can put some effort into that can come out. That's sitting behind somebody that's not quite getting a go. 
that can come in there. You've got Dane Laurie uh, at the Tigers that can't get a go. There's some players that are good first graders that aren't getting a crack at other clubs. And um, Wayne Bennett told me one day, coaches, he goes, I've been around long enough, mate. Coaches fall out of love with players and players yep. fall out of love with coaches. So you got to go and find that guy that's on the scrap heap that's not quite getting a go somewhere, a bit what Melbourne Storm do, and turn him into a first grader at your club. And that's it. So I'm sure Ricky, he's, mate, he's been around the game long enough. He won't be licking his wounds too much. I know that they'd be disappointed, the Raiders. I know that my son Ethan will be disappointed because probably Jack was his favourite player. He's been a Raiders member for 13 years, you know, so like he'd sit there and put on the old Video Easy or the Woodgers jersey and watch them. So um, the Raiders fans would feel a little bit hurt at the moment and so they should, but that's rugby league. The issue around the desire to win a premiership when you've won everything in the game, I think South Sydney are primed this year to win a competition and it's they're, they're going to be in the conversation. They are stacked though for next year. Their back line with Cody Walker, uh, Latrell, now Jack White and Alex Johnston, you know, but Tass. So like Campbell, the, Campbell, Campbell Graham. Campbell Graham. It's yeah, a, yeah. yeah, they're a little bit light on in the forward, South, probably just but yep. like they can bolster that. But, yeah, look, it's a great signing for South, right? It's a really good signing for South. It's probably the last piece of their puzzle to have someone like a Jack White in that. If you ask me what what's Jack's best position, I'd just say uh, anywhere he's got the ball in his hands. You know, he's just one of those players you just like – Jack, when he's got the football in his hands, a bit like Jack Bird at the Dragons, you know, like they yep. can wear 13, they can wear six, they can wear one, they can wear three, but the best position they got is when they're just running and testing out the defenders in front of them. So, yeah, that's um, it's a great signing for South Sydney, but, you know, you do feel for the clubs that are down the bottom that would have got a real, a real boost, a real vitamin B shot for signing someone like a Jack White. And, well, the Dolphins now, you know, they missed another one. That that that's the narrative. They they've missed another one. They were in the yeah, but so did the, the Tigers. So did the Tigers. I know. So did the Raiders. The, know, the narrative there's probably is a couple that, other clubs that probably you know reached out. You know, like there was talk of Parramatta there at one stage too, wasn't there? So how serious those clubs are. I'm sure the Dogs or the Dragons. I'm sure that they all would have, you know, put their hand up. But he's gone to South. Should they? Should there be an investigation? Is that a bit of sour oh, I think that they would Canberra? No, I think that they would always investigate. There's no doubt that there's a price. Yeah, I mean, and you looked at it with the Roosters and, you know, oh, we signed Lodge, you know, for this much and next year the NRL goes, no, 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 no. He's got to be that much. Yeah. So I'm sure that they would have their own value and go, yes, he's worth that. And that's what all, the NRL yeah. will have to have a look at that. And yes. look, it will be ratified. There's no two ways about and, it. He's bunning for next year. And they're not paying him. 500, right? No. 800's probably a fair price for Jack. Like, in the scheme of things, just because someone offers him a million, it doesn't mean that he's worth a million. Because we say that that. about Brooks. No, no, mate, we say that about Brooks. We were saying that about Moses. We were saying that about Dave Fafita. Mate, we were saying that about everybody that gets the big dollars. They're not worth it. Well, what is he worth? Yeah, that's right. Anyway, Jack White and a Rabbitoh in 2024, four-year deal, and uh, he signs there. He'll play with his best mate, Latrell Mitchell. I like the the mateship, and uh, they are prime South Sydney. Uh, There will be some fallout, no doubt. The Raiders disappointed today. They've got to get through the remainder of the season, and they take on the Dolphins this week. So, Well, you think Jack is going to put his best foot forward. Knowing Jack the way I know Jack, he's not a guy that's going to put the tools down. He'll have a crack for the Raiders, you would think, and that's just managed and – you know, Ricky's got to go up and have – listen, mate, we're all really disappointed, but I'm so happy that I'm going to coach you for the next 15 or so games and let's rip in, mate, and let's go out a winner. Let's go as hard out, as we can. 
Yeah, you're right. They miss out the Dolphins, but they, just quickly, the Dolphins have made uh, an announcement this morning. They signed Josh Kerr uh, on two-year deal to bolster their top 30 roster. I understand Josh Kerr, Josh Kerr but <laughs> as news, they've bought him. Uh, he's a Redcliffe junior, so the Dolphins have mm. signed Josh Kerr. It could have been signing of Jack White and locked in today, but they've come out with Josh Kerr. Have you ever okay. seen that YouTube thing where that little kid opens up his present and he I gets wanted- a scoo- and yeah. he gets a scooter? <laughs> I wanted a push bike. Yeah, and he said yeah, a few yeah. other ones. <laughs> you go to sign a marquee yeah. Santa yeah. 5'8". Yeah. And you well, get anyway, a front row. They're, they're going to front row. <laughs> uh, this is the footy talk, a list of podcasts called Dallas and Dobbo with you. Let's talk about that first game. Um was unbelievable, and there was so much to think. The Anzac Day win for the Roosters. Your take on the Manu-Luke Keery combination. Well, I don't think Luke the Keery. Anzac he got... Mate, he he wants the Anzac medal. medal. Uh, yeah. I, I, the Roosters with their style, it's sort of like a forward, you know, like you saw Big Jared tip on to Victor. You saw Victor tip on to Nat Butcher, I think, for the first try. So it just seemed to open up the field a little bit more, you know. Like yep. it's the correct decision. So they had to go with one of them and obviously Kiri got the job and he's made the coach look right, didn't he? Man of the match. It opened up his game. They seemed to attack a little bit freer, I would say. Yeah. Um, Manu had his, what, 13 runs and whatever. So he's going to be a running 5 8, you know, and that's probably the way that they want it. And and they had 20 points in the first half. They could have had 26. They had that try disallowed when, you know, the cheese went down and passed it off the ground. So it did unlock a bit of their attack, I would say, looking at it. The, they still look a little shaky, but it does take away a little bit of the pressure that has been on the Roosters the way they are. I know they take on the Warriors, and we'll get to the Warriors and how how they played. But if you're Trent Robinson, do you stick with that halves combination? Despite what Sam, yeah, he wouldn't give a guarantee in the press conference afterwards. So I just was thinking to myself, you've got to stick that way for the Absolutely. moment. Absolutely, it worked. It's a big game. The Dragons were up for it, right? Yeah, it was a great clash, great atmosphere, sold out. Everybody was up. The Dragons didn't go away. It was a fight all the way to the end, and they got the job done. Was it perfect? No, but no, but like no team is really ever perfect. But I thought it was better than what they have been in the previous weeks. Yeah, I obviously feel that, you know, you're seeing improvements and obviously Trent Robinson is looking for that. They get the W, the Dragons miss out. Still a lot of pressure on the Dragons. So much to like about the footy talk, but the big talking point uh, was Victor Radley and the <laughs> Sinbin. We're going to take a break on the footy talk, come back and unpack that as Victor Radley was sent to the Simmons. He has been charged by the judiciary. I'll get to that next. This is the Footy Talk Podcast Wednesday. Gordy Tallis and Dobbo. Welcome back to the Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Gordon Tallis and Dobbo with you on a Wednesday. Victor Radley, Gordon Tallis, uh, he was sent to the sin bin. It was, a, in my yep. opinion, a dreadful call. We've got some audio. Here's what Radley said to Fox Sports post-match. Well, Victor Radley described the emotions after hanging on to win that one. Yeah, it's, um, mate, I'm all, I'm all over the shop personally. I was losing my mind in, in the sheds there. It was a head clash. I don't know who made that decision. Shit decision, sorry. But, um, mate, the boys, for us to win that game, we shouldn't have been in that position. We were. And Kiri nailed it in the end. And then we, we, we hung on with some good defence in the end. But, mate, I'm all over the shop. My head's gone. It's, I'm... I'm lost. It's got to be a follow-up question. Are you all right, mate? We thought that it was shoulder to head, but you're saying it was a head clash and are you okay? Mate, it was a head clash. It was sweet, but for me to get 10 in the bin for that, I, I don't know. 
mate, I'm I'm all over the shop right now. It's the end of the game. I'm so happy we won. If we lost, I would have been I would have been even even worse. So, uh, mate, it's really tough. I don't know what they see in that, but it was a head clash, mate. But whatever. Trent Robinson said in his post-match that he believed that because of the aggressive nature that Victor Radley uh, plays with, that he is targeted in some ways. You've just heard Victor Radley talk about it. It was a head clash. They said he made contact shoulder to head. He was sent so to the So let's just bin. get it right here, right? The, the bunker have more videos than what we see at home. So when we're sitting where we were sitting, Dobbo, and we watched it, you couldn't see. They wouldn't have charged him if it was just a head clash. So he's been charged now, right? He's been given so, – yes, so the NRL charges so yes, his dangerous head, head contact. But, he, it, today, but it doesn't mean that his shoulder didn't hit him high either. No, it was a – what he's been charged with in the 63rd minute it was a grade one careless high tackle. Yep. It's his third offence. And now the early pleas three grand or he takes two matches, right? That's so, the problem there. Yep. That's the problem. What's three the problem? grand. That's a long lunch for you. Good. No, 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 no. Just so hear me out here. What does he get? He doesn't think. What does Victor Radley get paid per game? I don't know. Twenty. A lot of money. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah, maybe. But it's three to miss. They have that in their ashtray, or someone at the Roosters would have it in their ashtray. I know that much. So I don't think that that's. So enough. you don't think you don't. Well, think no, you no, should... no, 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 no. Well, don't give him a Clayton's fine. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But I don't believe it deserved even a fine. Three I don't grand? believe he should have been sent to the sim bin. So it was two a games decision. in the NRL. No, no, hear me out. So two games in the NRL is worth $3,000. Is that what they're saying? Well, th- you could look at it that way. I, okay, I don't well, then that. let's bring the salary cap down then. Well, that's not going to happen either. Well, there you go. So that's my point. Right? So, so that's what a game said. And that's, no, no, that's what they put it. No, 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 no. He hit him high. The bloke lays down with his head. I didn't see all the video footage, right? He oh, must have. Right. So, yes, I'm saying that there is a head clash. And Victor might have felt the head clash. But he's not saying that when he's got his head clash, his shoulder is what? Six inches, five inches away from his head? Yeah. So his shoulder couldn't have got him high as well? well? Well, that could have been the case. There you go. So I haven't seen all the footage. And Trent Robinson was careful enough to say, I haven't seen every angle. Yep. But all the right. angles that we saw, it didn't yes. look like, did it? No, it didn't. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but, like, it was really hard because his shoulder was really close to his ear because when you go to hit, you know, like, your shoulder moves up a little bit. I'm not 100% sure that his shoulder didn't come in any contact with his head at all. Well, my thing the, is clearly the, judiciary the NRL thinks, that, thinks well. that, uh, that a game or two games is worth $3,000. So that's 1500 a game. That's what they're valuing it. <laughs> We're not going to get into the NRL and the judiciary trying to work that We're out. We're not. But that's but that's but that's my point, right? I don't believe it was the right call. You obviously it's do. It's got to be a bigger fine that goes to junior and doesn't go back to the NRL. It goes to like helping junior rugby league. So there's some clubs out there in New South Wales country or Queensland country that are struggling to put pads or posts or footballs or something up, and it could go to grassroots. That like surplus fund could go and help out the game. But if you think fifteen hundred dollars is worth a game of footy, come on, man. <laughs> We're going to leave that where it is. Uh, Warriors, huge effort over Melbourne yesterday afternoon. Uh, the Storm ended up winning 30 points to 22. What a game. What a phenomenal game. There's a couple of things out of this. Great news for Nelson Asopo Solomona signing a four-year deal. He yeah. fought off Rugby Union, fought off the Dolphins, and he made a difference. When he came on in the 25th minute, Like he was <laughs> unbelievable. He makes but an this, impact, doesn't he? He does, player. mate. He, he is at the real deal and uh, the footwork, everything. Remembering Melbourne are 
not a shadow of the, their side, but their side is very different to what we've traditionally known the Melbourne sides. With the Bromages gone, with Kafusi yeah. gone, with they're Brandon still working Smith out gone. their system. It was yeah. so well oiled, like their machine was so well oiled. You would see them hit Kafusi on one edge, and you come back, and it was Kenny on the other edge, and it was just the playing, and they've lost a bit of that. So they're finding other ways of getting their points and um, attacking. But don't take anything away from the clash. What a what a classy game of rugby league. I love the way the Warriors. Yep. Started the game. They fought back. They didn't go away. Um, the Warriors last year pretty much got blown off the park, I think. 70 in points the, to 10. There you go. 70 and points was, to 10. And I think most of those points were in the second half. I think it was like, you know, 50-something-odd points in the second yep. half. So what a clash. Harry Grant at the end to get the job done. You know I mean? He's just – Yeah, he's so strong. He's done but, it a few times. But Melbourne, they just they just don't go away. They don't know when they're beaten. They don't – they just are the most professional team in the competition. Can I ask you this? The Warriors are a different side. Now, their position on the ladder, I think, is justified. Now, they take on the Roosters. They have got some injuries. But they look a far more complete side this year than what they did. They took Melbourne. and They, they were up 18-10 at one stage. Yep. They got out to 20, I think 22-18. Um, they stayed with them the whole way. Melbourne in the end, too strong. There will be some question marks over a couple of calls. They look like there might have been a knock-on. Meany scored a try. It looked like yeah. there was a knock-on. The bunker overruled it, gave the try to Melbourne. That's by the by. Melbourne yeah. was a better side in the end. But the Warriors, I think, are a top eight side. I think we all, providing the way they're playing, they're a top eight side. Yeah, I think so. I I think last week you asked me and I looked at you strangely because I didn't have them in the top side. I used to be there in the top four. I, I you gotta wait till they play the Storm, sure. the Bunnies, the sure. Panthers, the Roosters, because they I think they got the Roosters this weekend. This so, week, yep. So like you wait until they have a month of footy against the really good sides, and that's when even the coach will go, We've got a footy team here. Yeah. So they're competing hard. It's a Warriors team that I haven't seen for a long, long time that you know, things can go against them and their resilience is, is first class and they're getting beaten on ability. They're not getting beaten on effort or whatever. They're hanging into the battles. They're giving themselves a chance to win every footy game. So kudos to the Warriors. Yeah, that's the thing. And we know that they've got some injuries. Where do you put Melbourne in this competition at the moment? Like clearly they're not one of the front runners at this week, but after you watched them yesterday. They're still a really tough team to beat. They don't beat themselves. They're in the best six, four teams in the competition. You go Panthers, you go South, you Brisbane. Know, Brisbane. You probably throw them up just, to, just above the others at the moment with the Roosters. So they, they're probably the top five clubs at the moment, you would think. Mate, w- when, when, we look at, when we look at what Brisbane and South look like, Brisbane are going to be a shadow of themselves this week with no ma'am. Uh, they've no. lost Oatsy. They look like they've lost Ricky as well. And they've also lost Haas. How do you judge them in that moment? No, mate. Whoever puts on the jersey, they they're expected to go out there and do their job. It's That's simple it. as that. That's as simple as that. I, I I did my tips this morning. It was really tough not to tip Brisbane, you know. But you just think South because of because of their win last week. But yeah. it's a it's a clash. Yeah, I mean, so they're still going to have Flegler, aren't they? Carrigan, Flegg, Carrigan, Jock Madden will come in. Jesse Arthur's comes onto the wing. If there's Ricky enough talent play, there, there's enough know, talent there. Piakura will play. There's um, enough like, talent there. You, you still hold it South. Yeah, yeah. Well, How you think it? South would win, right? If mate, if you're a South fan, if South had four out or five out, who are you tipping? 
Well, this is right. Yeah, so like then I thought the game was on a knife's edge. I think that they're both pretty evenly matched, right? They both got a bit of X factor. They both are a really good footy side when they're on and now one team's got a few troops out where you got to lean towards the other. I will ask you, and I'm just because, you know, my boys now are, and thank you to the Titans, are Titans members. They've got their little Titans jerseys arrived in the mail on Wednesday, on Monday. I will ask you, mate, and I haven't had a chat to you, but did you tip the Titans over Manly? Yes, I did. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? It's about supporting your team. Mate, come on. You, you know, at what some are you point talking about? Got a, at some point I've tipped them tip. for the last eight years or five years. I, I, Every I, single game I have well, tipped them. I am not going to not point, tip them. At what point does it not become part of you needing to to be, and I mean this genuinely, what part? Okay, so you I a own a racehorse. It's in the race and I'm Bart Cummings and I go back another horse. Well, hang on. You or don't I support know. another. No, 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 no. The race I'm in, I'm on it. No matter what, I'm on it. So you think that they can beat So no, Tommy? Yeah. Oh, and if we can put in 80 minutes instead of 40, I'm going to just change the clock. That's what we've got to do. We've got to (laughs) hypnotise them at halftime. We are the best 40-minute team in the competition, Doc. Without a doubt, the best 40-minute <laughs> team. There's so there no we go. Let's just stop. About it. We, we've talked about this a lot. I mean, if the game mate, was 40 minutes, just, the Titans win the comp. We got these wild cards. Mate, gee, so we should have these little cards and just a wild card that we can throw out after 50 or 60 minutes ago. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, guys, mate, you weren't good enough. Sorry. What changes there? I mean, th- this calls early ass sack the coach. That's garbage. You don't sack a coach. No. I mean, he can't make those decisions. He can't. He can't be AJ Brimson in that moment, pushing that pass Look, and going to ground. There's I, something I mean, what, not quite right. But if the coach sends you out there and you're down twenty six nil, you can probably say they're not playing. But when you're up and you give away a lead, that's a totally. That's not your plan. That's not you know what you're working for. So what you build on all week worked. So when you got it right. It's just you guys put your tools down and thought your job was done. Yeah. And maybe a bit of resilience and when something goes against you, just sort of rallying. And that's what that's what I thought Kieran Foran was brought to the organisation to do. And then he tries a short dropout and we're still 20 points up. So yeah. that's the part Trying to I'll, kick after on his second to try – Yeah, kick like – on his second to try and put a lob in a catch for Cam Pereira and he didn't understand what was going on. And then, and then AJ Brimson, after we've defended for – 25 minutes on our line and they've had the ball and, you know, they're right on top of us. He makes a 20-metre break and tries to lob it over Asako's head. Well, that's a play that we didn't need as well. So they're – one's played Origin. One's one, one's probably arguably one of our best players in AJ Brimson and the other one has won grand finals and we bought him for those moments just to steady the ship. So there'll be a few meetings this week, but hopefully we can turn that around and, you know, just learn – I think the Titans need to learn to put their foot on their throat. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and, and and just when you get the points, you don't have to keep on going after them. You can just change your plan and just love getting in the battle. And the more sets you can do without them scoring a point, the harder it is for them. Yeah, I agree with and that. And that's a mindset. So. All right. That's it from us here on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Gordy, still loyal to, and no surprise, still loyal to his beloved I still Titans. haven't got over $1,500 a game. That's what they think it's worth. The Roosters would have spent spent ten or fifteen. <laughs> This is the Footy Talk Podcast. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. See you next week.